0: That's
1: not not bad. Who's fired up for a Monday episode? Let's go! (laughs) I am. (laughs) This is not cocaine induced in the slightest! (laughs) Woo! I want to learn about things. (laughs) Overtime!
0: Can't wait to level that (laughs) out. Somebody
1: is damn glad to be here tonight. I'm fired up. We got some good stuff to talk about. Some interesting stories. Some of your favorite topics. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, no time like the present, right? <laughs> Why not? Let's just uh, jump right into it. So first story tonight, San Quentin's most infamous death row inmates are being moved. A lot of uh, characters we've <gasps> talked about in the past are on death row in San Quentin. But I believe Where will they
1: go? Let's talk about it. Like <laughs> you, you can hear his like crusty glasses going on and off. Crusty? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't about? know. They're making a noise, like, <laughs> like weird. It might need a little. Hold on, noise. do it again. Quiet. It's, put them on and off again.
2: It's See? So creaking See?
3: From They the are creaking. That's <laughs> yeah. weird. I don't know. Cheap plastic. I buy them in bulk because I break them so often. I can't buy nice. You throw them down in anger so much. <laughs> <laughs> California Governor Gavin Newsom recently announced the state's most infamous death row will be shuttered, transforming San Quentin State Prison into a, quote, restorative justice facility over the next few years. The $20 million plan will change the prison's name to the San Quentin Rehabilitation Center. Newsom said by 2025, a panel of civilian experts, former inmates, and crime victims will help advise on the facility's changes. We want to be the preeminent restorative justice facility in the world. That's the goal. As part of the shift, the more than 500 inmates who currently live on San Quentin's death row will be moved to various prisons throughout the state. Newsom imposed an indefinite moratorium on the death penalty in 2019. Prisoners sentenced to death are not eligible for parole. It's not clear yet the timeline for these moves, but some of California's most notorious killers will likely be relocated over the next few years. You're pretty happy about that, Mike, right? I keep these people alive. I'm, I'm happy
1: about the stay on uh, yeah. executions. I hope moving them doesn't get too complicated.
3: I hope they don't escape during the process. Well, that wouldn't be fun at all. Or like someone's like, oh, this guy, I guess we're letting this guy out today. He's up for parole. Mm. Mix up the paperwork instead of transfer him. Yeah. I mean, this lists a couple of people on there. Carrie Stainer, who the Yosemite killer that we talked about, I know. Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. It was a Patreon episode yeah. not, not mm. too long ago. He's 61. He was a guy with his younger brother, Stephen, was kidnapped by a sexual predator for years. I, um, I mean, I recall. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. That was a Stephen heartbreak story for a while, wasn't it? His yeah. older brother was. Yeah. Then yeah. he. Uh, he had killed a car in a motorcycle accident like yeah. not too long after that. So. When he was oh. 28, he never yeah, really never, lived long. The yeah.
0: life he did lead was a very yeah. crazy one. Terrible.
1: <clears throat> Patreon.com slash Necronomacod.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can hear about the whole entire story. So I haven't heard of most of these. Wesley Shermantine, you ever heard of this guy? Mm-hmm. You said you have or haven't heard of most. Have not, have not. He was one half of the serial killer pair dubbed <laughs> the Speed Freak Killers. No,
0: Not familiar with that case. Maybe we'll have to look into it. Yeah.
3: Next up, Charles Ng, half of the serial killer duo of Leonard Blake and Charles Ng. Ng was busted for shoplifting (laughs) at a hardware store in (laughs) South San Francisco in 1985, leading authorities to their murder cabin. (laughs)
1: Fucking guy.
3: (laughs) He really needed that drill for whatever reason. When his pal Lake was taken into custody, he swallowed a cyanide pill he'd hid in his clothes, killing himself. Uh Ing was convicted in nineteen ninety nine of eleven murders. He is now sixty two years old. That's Wonder what it? Charles is up yeah. to. It's telling telling jokes, making rhymes. Same Charles, Man, he's right? He's
1: cutting it up at the uh, prison. His well old, now
3: he's gonna have to get a new audience, right? Yeah. He's gonna be moved. Yeah. His chant about
0: Mommy cries, baby fries. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, Charles, you're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <It's> so funny. <laughs> Joseph Nasso is another guy, one of the oldest men in California death row. He was uh, in his late 70s arrested for murder in 2011. Linked him to a series of sexually motivated murders throughout the Bay Area in the late 70s through the early 90s. I'm not familiar with that guy. Nope. Mm-mm. Robert Morey better known as the tipster killer. He's 65. He killed at least three women in Shasta County in the 80s. After each of the murders, Maury called tips to the secret witness hotline to lead police to the bodies and collect a reward. Secret witness hotline. Jeez. He called in his own murders to collect the reward money? That's rough. After one such call, Hmm. police trailed him to a motorcycle shop where he bought himself a new bike with his reward money. And then he was busted in 1987. It doesn't seem like a plan that could last that's very long. That's not a good plan. It's like, I need some money. Let no. me kill someone and call in a tip yeah, on it. Right. Oh, it's you again? That's weird. <laughs> that's a one and done scam. You can only do that once. <laughs> you found three bodies? Hmm. Four months apart? Look here, Creskin. What's the, 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 the gigs up here? Yeah, that's not a good plan. Randy Kraft? 78 years old, maybe one of California's most prolific serial killers. When he was arrested, detectives found a list of 61 coded names that appeared to correlate to at least 61 victims. I don't know about Mm. that guy either. Sheesh. Decade-long rape and murder spree in 1971. And finally, Richard Allen Davis. That's the guy that killed that poly class in the early 90s. Abducted her like right out of her house. How old was she? uh 12 oh yeah yeah that was an awful story so these guys are going somewhere
0: i thought scott peterson was there but <clears throat> we looked it up before we started recording he left last year they moved him some other person mm. so
3: they may have started a lot of this process already i'm sure they had isn't ed kemper slowly there? moving him or was
0: there at least did, did he get a death penalty i don't remember uh maybe not i figure he might have been on that list Oh, he had parole because he gets parole hearings, Mm. and he just doesn't go to them anymore. (laughs) They used to be stand-up
3: shows for him. (laughs) I mean, he didn't like the audience. (laughs) What happens when they dismantle death row and another governor comes in in 10 years and like, yeah, we're we're turning the pipeline back on. We're reinstating all this. That's a
0: good question.
3: Yeah, what are they going to do, just bring everybody back? I mean, do you just, is the facility still there? Like, <clears throat> the prison will still be there, I guess. Yeah, like, how far did they transform? I don't know. Like, is the death chamber gone? Do you have to, recon- do you have to build a new prison for death sentences to be carried out? But are out? they
1: saying they're they're ta- tearing down probably the chambers? Probably like, not. It's probably all sense. just still there. It's just going
3: to be isolated. Yeah, it's not like an electric chair anymore. So yeah, it's, right. it's really just a room where they strap someone yeah, down and right. put the drugs in them, right? Like, uh oh, we can keep that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> We can just bring those we drugs. We can do we, that anywhere. <laughs> yeah.
3: If we decide to kill you, we will bring those drugs back. <laughs> we'll just get them on Amazon. They'll be here in the morning. It's yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Oh, between four a.m. and seven a.m. Yeah, we'll take <laughs> that. It's only two ninety nine. Sure, we'll do that. Yeah. We gotta get rid of this guy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we did, crazy. oh, we don't have a
1: bed. <laughs> get one of those futons on off Amazon. We'll put them on that. Sorry, go ahead.
0: When we did creepy audio, did we play the electric chair clip?
1: No, we played the electric chair.
0: Yes. The guys talking, like how they talk about yes. the build-up to it? It was yes. the entire so,
1: play-by-play.
0: Yeah. Yes. That was creepy audio for sure.
3: I love those creepy audio stories. Was Patreon. that, a, was that, a, was that a, <laughs> a Patreon one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Patreon.com slash NecronomPod if you want to hear those. other are cool stories. Cool shows. It
1: was a really good
3: show. I
1: love that creepy audio. We should do the, another one of those. I remember the uh that one was the sickest I've ever felt listening or doing this show. I did not like hearing the kind of the play by play of that. Mm.
0: The process is it's interesting. It's weird.
1: It is. It's, yeah. Um, but it was it was uh interesting to hear for sure. And it, the creepy audio in general is is a good show. If we can get more of that, that'd be cool. Creepy audio, not necessarily the uh, the electric chair, the electric yeah. or any of that.
3: So yeah, big changes coming to San Quentin. All right, can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully move them all to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great to we'll Build for a prison place. in our neighborhood. Bring That'd them be all here.
1: Fantastic.
3: <laughs> Next story up. This is kind of interesting. So our friend uh, Lee Leah Remini, the ex Scientologist, who. Made it her life's goal to locate uh, Shelly Miscavige, who was her pal and has not been seen from in a long time. Yeah. She released some hidden footage from a secret Scientology meeting. It's really interesting the things that they're saying in this. this, uh,
1: She was at this meeting.
3: meeting. I'm not sure if she was at it or she got it from somebody. I don't think she was at it. Do we know when the meeting happened? Let's see here. Leah Remini has shared what she claims is footage from inside a Church of Scientology meeting where members learn how to, quote, extract money from Scientologists who don't have it to give. Jeez. Okay. In the clips shared to the actress's social media channels, a group of people can be seen standing and listening to a speaker telling them to, quote, bring your person. Everybody has money or access to it, the woman tells the crowd. I know they're crying to you, and every new registration falls for the act. People say they don't have money when they do. we're going to have to show you and prove it to you because I know you don't believe it. The speaker then explains how she'll prove that even seemingly poor people can access money to give to the church. Hmm.
2: What the fuck? Hmm.
3: I don't care. Rich, poor, we don't care, she continues. You got to sit there, though. You got to sit there while we go online and look up their credit cards so we can show them to you. Newsweek reached out to Leah Remini for comment via email. The Church of Scientology has also been contacted via email. We'll up this article if we get a response. So I got a clip of the video here. That Leah Remini posted. She posted, yeah. Her post says, I've I've posted hidden camera footage from inside a secret Scientology meeting where Sea Org members learn how to extract money from Scientologists who don't have it to give. Sick. (laughs) She (laughs) She is sick. Sick. She is sick. (laughs) Viewers were stunned by the footage. User Christine called the clip, quote, Disgusting! (laughs) That's so sickening to hear, agreed Mike H. That's horrible, said Kelly Stanfill. Madness, wrote Alex Corum. While Desiree said, Thank you for bringing this into the light. Keep shining it. Oh, okay.
0: She's nice and polite about it. Thanks, Desiree.
3: Remini joined Scientology as a child when her mother became a member. She left the church in 2013 after more than three decades... After years spent questioning her beliefs. She's been a vocal critic of the church. So let's listen to the clip here and see what we think.
2: Uh, everybody has money to do it. I do I know that they're crying to you. Every new... I remember when I was at the new reg, I was regging someone for power, and the lady said, you know, I don't have it. I said, well, I'll do it. They just cried for it, and I gave my hard-earned money to them. Oh. Right, because I, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know that, <laughs> right? Uh, but we're going to have to show you it because I know you don't believe it. So here's what we're going to do. The suits, just bring your person. I don't care if rich or we don't care. you got to sit there, though. You've got to sit there while we go online and look up all their credit cards. So we can show them to you. So you can see that your people definitely have. They just don't consider it. But when they, when we get that, they're like surprised. Sometimes they don't have it. Like we have Josh, um, he had a horsey man. And he went through all the trips. His going on. And he really didn't have it. But he's OTA and he does uh, he had three thousand seven hundred. Excuse me, I don't want to say you didn't have any, which I consider that not much
3: money. <laughs> maybe you consider it a lot. Aaliyah, could you get a better microphone and keep it still next time so I can understand more? <laughs> I don't. I do hidden I don't, microphone, pal. Like are getting these people's information and looking up their credit card accounts to see whether they have funds available that they can give the church. That's Is that what, what we it,
1: just heard. That's what it sounded like.
3: So there has to be some type of a system.
0: When you join Scientology where they can access your money. That's exactly what it sounded yeah. like. Or at least access your bank account. Unfucking like, fucking believable Like those balances or whatever. Yeah. I still am the most
1: fascinated about people who join a cult and why. What are they looking for? What is the reasoning? What do you hope to get out of it? Cause like situations like this, like as soon as you ask for like my my bank account, like I'm
3: like,
2: well,
1: oh, no, <laughs> no, thanks,
3: no, no, that's not great. I'm gonna go home. Audit my cock. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take off now. Right. <laughs> like the sea that Org That to me is,
1: is as much. Um, go ahead.
3: I say the sea Org are those people that went out on the boats and basically like slave labor, right? Yeah. They didn't pay him anything. They lived in kind of squalor.
0: That was like the most prestigious too. Like to be a part of the sea Org think like you're really high up at that point. Hmm. That, and but that, really,
3: in actuality, they weren't. It wasn't great, right? It was hard. They were yeah beaten, or they weren't treated very well.
0: No, and the reality of the Sea Org was just Elron was out on the ocean because he was trying to avoid taxes <laughs>
3: and all that, all that <laughs> shit. I, I agree. <laughs> I don't know how you get caught up in something when it's so plain that it's just a scam. I just mean like, yeah, I'm very fascinated
1: by the people who get into cults. And I understand sometimes it's charismatic leaders who just find people at the right moment in their life. And sometimes it's just plain as day. But I find that as interesting, if not more than the actual cults themselves. Like, how do you get involved in this? People are just looking for
3: something. They're just getting taken, right?
1: I mean, I understand that's what it is, but I want to know more about that. Like where are you in life? What's the psychology behind that?
3: So I don't think that goes on with every person that goes in there. And they're I'd be curious to go undercover and kind of go in there, like, oh, hello. But then, what do you got to do? You uh, do you have all your
1: fake accounts though, like because you're going to need all that if they're going to require a credit
3: card for you just to walk in the door. That's what I'd like to know. At what point, when I'm in there, they go, oh, all right. can we get your credit card login information? See how much uh, well, credit you have available." Probably in your costs
1: ninety nine just to audit you, right? <laughs> Initially, so they have your credit card right there.
3: Yeah, can
0: you do you get a free audit? Some of those centers on like weekends and stuff, they'll offer free auditing oh. sessions. But then once you're in there, you're fucking done. Dave, you're you not leaving for you a long time. You won't do it, Dave.
1: <laughs> go try it. Come on.
0: They have that fancy one in Columbus they just mm. built a couple years ago.
1: Should we go down? You want to do a free audit
3: weekend? I would start laughing, I think, because <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. But don't you think they probably know then, and they just throw you out? That's what I mean. I don't know that I could do it. I don't yeah. know that I could go undercover and convince them that I'm legit without laughing in their face. Yeah. How come no no one's ever really gone undercover, right? We've never well, seen that, one,
1: that Who was that one journalist that goes after him?
3: Tony
0: Ortega. Yeah. I believe he's posted some videos of like undercover people going through an auditing session.
3: But people that left?
0: No, like people that went people in. People that actually
3: did undercover work?
0: Just to go in and like get audited. Okay.
3: Where you just like you Is know, it's just some stupid machine with electrodes that has a meter attached to it. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: it's that's And they've gone after Tony Ortega, right? Like after his life and oh, yeah. tried to ruin him.
0: Mm. Yeah, they're not kind to their enemies. You know,
1: most cults are not. And by the way, if you, if someone ever has ever told you you're in a cult and you say no, you're not, you're in a cult. <laughs> Just so you know, if you're out there listening, you're in a cult.
3: <laughs> so that's what's going on over at Scientology these days. I'd love to get Leah Remini on the show. That'd be all right. She's I've super had a crush on too. her
1: for so long, man. <laughs> she is a smoke show.
0: Big fan.
3: Magus. Eh, you going all the <laughs> way back to Save by the Bell,
0: right? She was in Saved by the
1: Bell? Yeah. Was she on it or was she like a. Uh,
3: I don't remember that. I was like, like, I was like a kid. the guy's daughter at the resort or at the school? Was this or like something? the second
1: Save by the Bell I like don't where know. half she, the cast wasn't on she it anymore? She was on
3: Save by the Bell. All right. She will always be
1: my king of queen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. So the last story tonight. I came across this black eyed kid's eyewitness account. Oh, your favorite. And I thought it was so fucking creepy. Dave is hard in the slightest right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is from England, I believe. Yeah, definitely England. From the mirror. Teenager's creepy encounter with black eyed child who encircled tent before vanishing. A tent? They're camping. Oh, don't no.
1: Don't love that.
3: The young couple claimed a giggling ghostly girl encircled their tent at Canock Chase Staffordshire before moving, quote, in ways humans simply can't move to hide behind trees. (laughs) Two two teenagers have recalled a terrifying encounter with a, quote, black-eyed child at a Staffordshire forest. The young couple claimed a ghostly girl encircled their tent while giggling and moving in ways humans simply can't move to hide behind trees. There have been sightings of her around Canic Chase since the 90s. While some dismiss the claims, others believe it is the tormented soul of a young girl who was murdered in the area during the 60s. And some are even convinced it's an alien or demon. Kylie and Ben say they saw the ghoul at the Birches Valley during the summer of 2021. The two teenagers whose names have been changed to, project, to protect their identity. Oh, come on. Protect your identity? They had been separated due to the COVID pandemic, so they decided to camp illegally together in the middle of the forest. The youngsters, who were 17 at the time, recounted their ordeal to supernatural investigator and author Lee Brickley. Their tale is featured in his new book, Haunted Canock Chase, True Ghost Stories from the UK's Spookiest Location. So the man was trying to sell a book. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lee
3: Brickley. It's still a good story. (laughs) (laughs) It was around midnight when the teens heard something moving around their tent. Thinking it could be a deer, they remained still and quiet, not wishing to spook it. But when they realized they could hear footsteps, they unzipped the tent to take a peek. Both campers heard the sound of a small child giggling, so they turned on their torches, which I believe is a flashlight in the UK, right? We call it a torch. Do they really? I
0: think so. There's a lot of that. I'm reading that book on Dennis Nilsen. Yeah. And when they're going into the sewer system to find all his body parts, they keep saying torches. Yeah. So I'm like, but they're not fucking going down here with <laughs> torches, right? Like, this is ridiculous. Is I, Hogwarts? Yes. Yeah, so I, I looked it up and yeah, it's flashlights.
3: <laughs> Lighting up the dark woodland to try and find the source. Ben spotted it first, running from tree to tree, Hiding itself behind the trunks and occasionally peering out towards the couple before finally stepped out into the clearing in front of them. There's two 17 year olds in the middle of the night in the middle of a forest somewhere. Illegally
0: camping Illegally because of camping. COVID? Yeah.
3: I guess you weren't allowed to do that. Oh, okay. Kylie said, I was absolutely terrified. I read the stories in the news about Black Eyed Child, but it wasn't until the thing stood right in front of me that I could quite believe them. I knew instantly we were dealing with the real thing because it moved in ways humans simply can't move. It was like it could teleport from one place to another when it was moving around and hiding behind the trees. Ben added, I was shining my torch right at her and she just stood there staring at us with her head slightly dipped. What? (laughs) Mm. That's when the giggling started to get louder and louder. It really sounded like it was coming from all around us even though I could see she was right in front of us. It was really disorienting for a few seconds. Then she bent down for a moment as if adjusting her shoes, stood back up, and ran off down a nearby path through a dense section of trees. The frightened pair huddled together in their tent, waiting for the sun to rise. When they came outdoors at 7 a.m., they found piles of stones evenly spaced around the perimeter of their tent and strange stick formations hanging from the trees, which looked like dream catchers. Dream catchers.
0: (laughs) That's super creepy.
3: Didn't in that Sierra sounds stuff. Weren't there like piles of stones that was that our bell placed call placed around that he, there that you found, Mike? There was the
1: bell call. Um, a guy was in a camper and he heard. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, he heard like uh, like almost feral people talking, yelling, maybe Bigfoot yelling mm-hmm. and heard like like loud thuds he like the guy in the story laid on the ground of the camper fearing for his life all night. Dude, as soon as there was daybreak, he went outside and his entire camper was surrounded by boulders that couldn't have been moved by men. It's a terrifying call.
0: So this is very, this is more of a ghost story than a traditional black eyed kid.
3: It seems like it, that it was more an apparition. Yeah, or something. something It was in the distance, though. It didn't try to approach them per se. It's not over yet, though. I thought it was over the way he was like looking at us, like ready to discuss. (laughs) (laughs) He was just ready for like a halftime break. (laughs) Slightly shaken, they packed up and started the fifteen-minute walk back to Ben's car. So they were out in the middle of the forest. There, fifteen-minute walk. Suddenly, Kylie spotted a small child with black eyes peering back at her from behind an oak tree and screamed. Ben said he shouted. Leave us alone! As the pair ran off towards the vehicle, it's daylight at this time. Daylight. Okay. Author Lee has been looking into the spooky goings on at Canuck Chase for the last decade and has released four books about his findings. He believes he had his own encounter with the black-eyed child in Birch's Valley back in April 2018. Lee said she appeared about a hundred meters in front of me. She stared right at me for about thirty seconds, then vanished without a trace. He also claims to have witnessed someone in an old soldier's uniform walk into the German War Cemetery. Only follow them inside and discover they had disappeared. I believe the woods are haunted with many spirits of the dead, but there are also lots of monster sightings that happen here. And I think those creatures come from another, much darker place. Hmm. I don't know, man. If I'm camping out in the woods like that and fucking black-eyed kids in front of you. Your first mistake was camping out in the woods. (laughs) But I understand that would also be terrifying. Like, I'm comfortable welcoming them into my home where I'm in my safe place. Yeah. It's a different story But then what makes you safe in the middle of the woods?
1: What makes you safe (laughs) once they're in your home? Well,
3: you know, you know, all the the
1: trapdoors around your house. (laughs) I have weaponry available to me. Dwight Schrute, you got like ninja stars (laughs) hidden under your chairs. (laughs) Ninja stars. (laughs) Whatever else he's got fucking going on behind the
3: toilet. (laughs) Not while you're in a tent, though. Out in the middle of nowhere by myself, I don't think I want to run into that out there. No, I don't think so either. No, because that that sounds like a ghost. More than a black-eyed child.
1: Look, you already got me nervous. I'm going to Hocking Hills in a couple weeks, just like you did. And you heard feral people in a cave. Yeah, So you'll probably be dead. Well, well, no, because I'm not going to go on a (laughs) hike. I'm going to be smart about it. I'm going to sit in the cabin, and I'm going to drink copious amounts of alcohol. It's not a bad idea. I'm not going to go on a walk to a, a
0: cave. Wa-
1: a walk.
0: <laughs> and see fucking things. The original story of Black Eye Kids is extremely creepy because they're just real kids Ish. in the flesh, but they have black eyes and they're very pushy about wanting to get in the guy's car. They well, wanted to ride. Have
1: you ever mm-hmm. had a kid at your house asking for like a Capri Sun? They're <laughs> yeah. real fucking pushy.
3: Like, come on <laughs> they're real shitbags about it and they they have that men in black quality where they're not like something's just a little off in yeah. addition to the black eye
0: and they they also have like this vibe of a vampire like they need to be let in they can't just like come in your car yeah, or yeah, your house yeah. i remember that you have to story be invited. yeah there was that story from i think it was ireland where they kept knocking on this this people's house like on their windows the whole night like yes. going around the house knocking like,
1: yes like, close your fucking blinds <laughs> yeah. so well, they closed awesome.
3: their blinds they yeah. were still knocking
1: though. well they weren't closed to begin with though <laughs> they wouldn't have even known you were in the house had <laughs> you closed your blinds
3: hey you don't know I'm in here the fucking yeah. blinds are
1: closed they're <laughs> like well motherfucker we hear you talking
0: <laughs> I remember that yeah. one I know exactly what you're oh, talking about oh that's creepy as yeah. shit and they were getting real stern about it at that point they are like let, let us uh, in yeah let yeah. us in <laughs> and
1: you be the fucking one that let him
0: in. I'm, I probably let They wouldn't. They wouldn't have to even get angry about it. You mock the people who join cults, and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> fucking black-eyed
1: kids, come on in!" Don't you want to see one paranormal thing in your life? Not out? that. I want to see a UFO in the sky. Black-eyed like, kids, that'd be cool. Is really interesting. Or I want to see alien uh, Ian just like lifted in the air. Like <laughs> he finally got what he wanted. <laughs> I wouldn't even stay around to see if he came back. I'd just be like, you know what? I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> I hope to talk to him tomorrow. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he remembers this because I see it.
0: <laughs>
1: That's what I want. I don't want fucking black eyed kids showing up. <laughs> well, you know. want a UFO.
0: Yeah. I, I think I just want that UFO that like really blows my mind that I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah.
1: I would even, I think, take a ghost thing over a UFO because I feel like in my mind I could, I could, I could convince myself the ghost thing wasn't real. Okay. Even if it was, mm-hmm. as opposed to like some fucking black eyed kids knocking on your door or your windows.
0: I don't know. I was outside the other night with my dog and you know, of course I'm smoking weed, whatever. And, uh, there's this neighborhood cat that's like this black and white cat that's always running around and shit. And it was up on my fence. And at first it looked really fucking weird from where I was standing and I got a little scared. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> So I don't know if I really want to see any cryptids or anything. Or just mm. don't be s-
1: super ass high yeah, when you see it. it. Oh. Oh.
0: What the fuck is that over there? <laughs> I <laughs> grab grew, grew my dog. I'm like well, we gotta go inside.
1: <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Something's <laughs> happening.
3: We had to go over there one night in some sort of costume, like the. That'd be all right. The, the co- remember the costume from the village Like the, the, the costume that they came up with yes. To scare the people yes. and, and, those, and just stand in his backyard Until he comes out Jesus Christ
1: As long as we can confirm he doesn't own a firearm <laughs>
0: Do not own a
3: firearm
1: <laughs> 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 Fucking just be like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit his pants That would be
1: terrifying I would
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would be scared just make that Phil Hartman Frankenstein sound.
1: <laughs>
0: Phil Hartman was so goddamn funny. He was. I could see myself running up my back. <laughs> my <back> stops.
1: <laughs> we have to do this. <laughs> this would be good stuff. Right, anything else? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Cut someone off.
3: No, I, I. that's it. So be wary if you're camping in, uh, what was it called? Cannock Chase Staffordshire.
1: Well, and be wary if you're going to be, you know, thinking about joining Scientology. Sure, sure. You might lose all your money. You might lose all your money among other uh, hard times.
3: Stay away. Don't recommend it.
1: Also, don't do a crime and get sentenced to death.
3: Or life in prison.
1: Just don't do it. Either way would be bad. Seek help.
0: We've learned a lot tonight. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Bye.